that song at first. I was like, oh, it's for the way you look. <laughs> what is that me. called, Love? Is it literally called Love by Michael Bublé, right? Absolutely not. Michael Bublé is like 21st century. <laughs> Wait, what? It's not by Michael Bublé? Pretty sure it's Frank Sinatra. Yes. Oh. They call me Prank oh. Sinatra. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. No. Sorry, guys. But for real, happy Valentine's, <laughs> happy Valentine's Day. Day, guys. We're so excited. Actually, I know that you're probably excited, too. I'm pumped to talk about love. Oh, my gosh. Are you kidding? This I absolutely is, love love. Besides, yeah, we love love, guys. Not just like the mushy-gushy relationship love, but just like friendship love, Everything. Valentine's Every Day. Every love. This mm. is actually my favorite holiday. Did Same. you know that? I no literally way. love it, really? it so much. It's so cute. Yes. But all that goes to say, happy Valentine's Day. Happy Today we, we were talking about so love. Much. And I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. But to start out. Maddie, what's in your cup? Well, I also have my jug of water once again. Jug of water? Yeah. Same. I was I'm thinking about, on my way here, thinking about putting like little Stevia lemonade packets in it. But I just didn't. I'm just drinking straight water. But mm-hmm. anyway, what's in your cup? I really wish I could say water like how I said I was going to. But <laughs> I have my iced mocha latte because I love it. And it's love week. <laughs> it's love week. So. Happy love day, if you oh will. Oh my gosh, guys. We love you all so much. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. tell me something good. Ooh. Almost today's Valentine's Day. <laughs> what if I did? I love Valentine's Day. I do too. Um, hmm. Let's see. Something good. Um, I feel like there's honestly so much. Um, I don't really am trying to think. I'm sorry. Oh, my basketball season's kind of coming to a close, which, I mean, you're probably like, oh, that's kind of sad. But it's, like, weirdly a good thing, and I'm just excited to kind of grow from it and mm-hmm. kind of look back and be like, I don't know. Like, I love I love basketball. I've always played basketball my whole entire life. Um, I love, love, love it. But... It's kind of a good thing that's like coming to a close because I'm going to be able to focus on different things. And yeah, it's just it's just been good. It's a good season. Yeah, very good for season. sure. No, I get that for sure. Oh, Maddie, tell me something good. I'm sorry. I was just oh, waiting no, for you. You're good. I was about to I was about to say I was about to move on to our first point, but I forgot it didn't say yeah. something good. No, you're good. Um, so I just say like one, I'd love Valentine's Day. Like right. it's. It's just such a I don't know. It's just such a happy time, I guess. But like also. Um, I feel like once I get past Valentine's Day, it's like the, it's almost springtime. You know what I mean? I love Easter as well. I just love springtime Mm -hmm. and like the weather warming up. And so I'm really excited for the weather to hopefully warm up in the next like maybe month, month and a half. Yeah. No, for sure. So I feel like that's it. I'm ready to like do homework outside and not freeze Mm -hmm. and yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. For sure. I can, I can second that for sure but anyway now do you want to like dive in i'm so i'm sorry i'm so excited to talk about it we me and maddie i feel like that's something that me and maddie like bond over is how much we're just kind of we're like mushy people we are very mushy people and like i'm gonna be honest with y'all i'm a hopeless romantic like (laughs) i mean okay so if i'm actually gonna be very real with y'all i haven't been a mushy hopeless romantic person in a while like me and my friend lily so my friend my one of my best friends lily starts her birthdays on valentine's day oh yeah and it's so funny because she absolutely cannot stand the mushy gushy cheesy stuff like she literally cringes so much and normally I'm like oh my gosh I absolutely love it but recently I've been like no cringe too and I'm like been that person yeah but as like 
honestly, this past week I've been like, I'm starting to feel mushy again. And oh, I, yeah. and I think it's a good thing. That is like, a good thing. I love this feeling. <laughs> yeah. I'd say like, I'm like mushy when it comes to like sentimental stuff. Yeah, but same, yeah. I think, I don't know. I think I used to be a hopeless romantic. And now that I know more of like, which we'll get into today. Now that I know yeah. more of like the meaning behind mm-hmm. love and that just yeah, no, some things sure. that go along with it. I think like now it just means more it than means just so like, yeah. oh, it's like, I mean, love. you yeah. know what I mean? Oh, love, it's just love. really yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. But For anyway, sure. to start, can I give like the biblical definition? Uh, of That's course. usually what we do. Yeah. So a lot of y'all probably know this verse. It's first Corinthians 13. I'm going to read four through eight and then I'll read verse 13 as well. Okay. It says, love is patient, love is kind. It does not envy or boast, and it is not proud. It does not dishonor. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices in the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. Mm-hmm. And then in verse, th- verse 13, it says, and now these three things remain, faith, hope and love Mm -hmm. but the greatest of these is love and I first of all those are some of my absolute 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 favorite verses because I'd always heard them at weddings growing up Mm -hmm. I'd always heard mom and dad (laughs) refer to them I feel like everybody has probably had their mom have these verses painted on something hanging in their house at one point but as I've gotten to one develop friendships to I've dated two people, both incredible people. Those were definitely like learning experiences. Um, I've been able to like really unpack what the what this like truly does mean. Okay, so I'm just gonna. Is it okay if I unpack the verse as well? Yeah. Is that cool? Okay, so starting off, um, when it says love is patient, we've covered that last week. Whenever mm-hmm. we talked about patience, right. um, and I I said last week, and I just told you I should have waited to say it yeah. this week. But no, okay. anything worth having is worth waiting for, and being patient with. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, true love really is something that I feel like takes time. Yeah. And so that has been something that I've learned, like. Um, you know, sometimes you do have to wait. I get, I hate to say for the one because people have different views on the one. I'm yeah. one that believes, I think that the word you can, I feel like you could be happy with people, but yeah. I think that the word really does have that special oh, person same. for you that fits you like a puzzle piece. Cause for I see sure. that with my parents relationship, like yeah. I just, they're incredible. <laughs> I know that they're, they're like soulmates and, right. but, um, you cool. know, just like being patient, waiting for, you know, a love that exemplifies Christ in the church. Um, right. And then it says love is kind. And I think uh, you can like also like pop in here. I don't want to be the only no, no, one. No, no, no. I'm, I'm listening. Stuff. I love this. Um, but whenever it says like love is kind, mm-hmm. um, you know, love is also a choice. It's mm-hmm. not, you Maddie, know. Sorry. Oh, wait, what? I'm just sorry. I don't know if we talked about that before, but that's something that me and my mom talk about all the time. Yeah. But how yeah. love is a choice. And Yeah, for sure. No, we can talk more about that. And but like, keep on going. Not just sorry. with like. Also, I want to preface, this isn't just talking about love with like romantic relationships. Mm -mm, This is just love in general. Um, I know like me and like the, for the, I'm obviously, you know, talking about like just in general, but like with me and like friendships, like love is a choice. I know that there are days that, you know, I wake up, I didn't get enough sleep and I'm grouchy, but my roommate has to choose to love me every day, you know? Um, and it's not easy, but you know, we have to exemplify kindness Mm -hmm. to one another. And and even the way that we love the Lord too, is even a choice too. Like, I mean, 
you know, you, some might disagree with that, but if you really think about it, like there's days where me personally, I probably don't really feel like reading the word because I'm so tired, had a really long day or I woke up really tired and I'm in a big rush to go to my class or something, but I still have to choose to open the word and read his love letter Mm -hmm. written to me and read that as a choice to to, like, Lord, like, I love you so much. I want to read your word. Like it's a choice to do that. It's a choice to bear the fruit. It's a choice to follow him. It's a choice to show that kind of love that he shows us to people around us. And like, it's a, it just is a choice all around. And I think that once you understand that love is a choice, then, um, it's just a really powerful thing because my my mom used to tell me that, like I said earlier, and I'm sorry I interrupted you. I was like, Oh no, whenever you said it, but like, I preach this to anyone who listens basically because my mom used to tell me when I was like in middle school probably the first couple years of high school and I was like what mom love is not a choice are you kidding me like no like Like, obviously you feel like the the feeling behind it too but it's not always easy no yeah for sure and so never told me that I was like no like you're you're wrong mom and then as I got older and I started to see it very evidently in my relationships and my friendships and my family and my relationship and my walk with the Lord, like I was like, man, like it really, it really truly is a choice because you have to make that kind of choice every single day to love the per- the people that you care about and yeah. want to pour forth effort into that ship, <laughs> whether oh, that yeah, is yeah, <laughs> relationship <no>. or friendship. <laughs> that, that, that for sure. I'm, I'm also, I want to say like, I'm sorry that this may take a while because there are so many things that it lists that love is. No, go is ahead. That cool? Keep going. Sorry. Um, no, you're good. And then it also says it doesn't envy. And I feel like as just like human beings, that's hard because, you know, comparison, the comparison trap is so easy to like fall mm-hmm. into. And so whether that's, you know, um, you know, love with just like friendships and family or whether it's like significant other type of love. Um, Whenever you're secure in that relationship and you're, well, one, you're secure in the relationship with whoever it is and you're secure in who you are. Um, that's truly when you can exemplify love and not be envious. Yeah, for sure. Um, does that make sense? Yeah. Um, and whenever it says like it does not boast and it is not proud, mm-hmm. I think that means like, I think for me personally, when I hear that, I think it means like, it's not just the me, like the me show, you know right. what I mean? You say that sometimes like the me show, yeah. <laughs> um, but like whenever it says it does not boast and is not proud, that's like, that was kind of hard for me to understand, I guess, because, um, truly like the way I understand it is whenever you do love somebody, it's not all about you, but it's, it, it's not you're not proud in who you are, but you're also just as proud in the other person or in the, you know, your family. Does that make right. sense? No, it does make sense. Um, and then it says like, it does not dishonor others. And that just means like loving others well, you know, right. not tearing others down or no, no fake or, love. Yeah. No. We don't need, the no world f- is full of fake. We yeah. don't need that. And in, in our relationships. Um, and I love this whenever it says it's not self-seeking, mm-hmm. you know, I think Jesus paints the perfect picture of that, um, of selfless love. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, true, true sacrifice and selflessness comes from, um, you know, a place of loving the other person almost like more than you love yourself. You know what I mean? And then it also says is not easily angered and does not keep record of wrongs. And Mm. I know for me personally, this is hard because like I said, I do get a little grouchy when I don't get enough sleep and I am easily (laughs) angered. Um, but you know, it, whenever you're coming from a place of true love, like that shouldn't be the case. Mm-hmm. And then whenever it says like keeps no record of wrongs, like the yeah. Lord is the perfect example of this. Like when we ask the Lord for forgiveness, he, 
he doesn't, you know, hold that against us. Right. Just like whenever, gone, you know, yeah. the person that we love or the people that we love ask for our forgiveness, we can't keep a record of wrongs that mm-hmm. they've done, but we need to forgive them and, you know, give right. them a clean slate. Which that's a hard thing to even grasp too. Um, when understanding the definition of love, like for me personally, I, you know, if I have, I don't know, a friend who maybe has hurt me in the past and we, mm-hmm. we work through it and stuff. And I mean, I don't know, they might, something might happen again. And I'm like, I instantly bring up everything that's ever happened. And I'm yeah. like, I know we, I can, then like my head, I'm like, okay, so like, I know we already worked through that one thing and then bringing it back up again. I don't know if that makes any sense because I don't yeah. want to like talk about a, a specific situation, but it's happened multiple times because it's a normal human thing to do that. Like if you have worked through a forgiveness process with someone mm-hmm. and then something else happens, it's so easy just to bring everything that's ever happened back Pull up. back past things. Yeah. yeah. And I think that for me personally, when reading this definition of love and I read that and I kind of kind of hit me a little bit differently you know whenever you read a verse like one time you're like oh there's this part that I like that you're yeah. like wait no that part that part hit me different and um for me whenever like you read that I was like yeah like that's it's important to grasp that you, know, you you're not you're, we're not called to bring up every mistake and no. especially after forgiveness even because ever, we but wouldn't like, let that done with us. Yeah, exactly. You know? So that's a that's a big point. Sorry, I went. I, I interrupted no, you. Keep going. No. <laughs> Please interrupt me because I'm ram. I'm like going on about this first. I just, I just. It's so good. It's Keep so going. good, <laughs> and it literally lists the things of how we should act, how we shouldn't act, what we should say and do. Right. Um. What keeps no record wrongs. So the next one says, "Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices in the truth." And mm-hmm. I think that, you know. At least personally, for me, this means like when it says love does not delight in evil, but it rejoices in the truth. It means like, I don't know why the first story that comes to mind is like the prodigal son, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, it was so easy for the second brother to be like, oh my gosh, like this brother like went off and did all this crazy stuff and I stayed faithful. Um, And yet like he's, you know, being treated like a king again, basically. Um. And I think this just says like, you know, whenever we do have brothers and sisters in Christ that, you know, maybe have gone through a hard time, um, we don't need to like delight in the evil things that they did or participated in or like the acts of the flesh that they participated in because it makes us look good or better in a sense. But we need to rejoice in the fact that, you know, if they come back home, um, you know, symbolically, if they come back home, which means Mm -hmm. like like, come back to Christ, like we need to rejoice in that. Like we need to rejoice in every good thing that happens with them and celebrate with them. And, you know, I don't know, I guess just like rejoice with them and rejoice in the truth being revealed right you know that's really really good whenever you say that and even in the other parts of the verse talking about not being envious and not yeah. and not the me showing all these things I think back to this one time me and my best friend Allison we were uh talking about you know the comparison game and how yeah. it's so easy for us to compare um to people who we either we don't know or we do know very well but it's also a really uh, easy thing to compare to people who do really great things for the kingdom. Oh, yeah. And so um, I'm, this is going to be a little bit of a rabbit trail, so I apologize in advance. But we were talking one time, and we were very, I mean, I'm going to be very honest and real with y'all, but we were both like, we compare, we we, ha- we both basically admitted, we're like, I compare myself to you. And she's like, I compare myself to you. And it was kind of like a, what? We're best friends. Why would we do that kind of thing? Yeah. And so we kind of like sat and talked about it. And 
she was like, honestly, I think that one way that we can exemplify love to each other is not comparing ourselves, but being like, man, look at what God is doing in their life and look what they're doing for the kingdom. I love them so much for that. And I want to applaud them and I want to, you know, help them. However, that that means like keep on doing that, keep on doing things for the kingdom. And then I'm going to see what the Lord wants for me to do. And it's not like a, you know, it's so easy to be envious of that and be like, man, like I wish God was doing that much stuff through me or that kind of thing. You know, I don't know if that makes makes any sense, but it's just a matter of being like, you know, finding yourself in a rejoicing mindset of being man, like I'm just so happy for them. And that's even a way of just a form of love just Mm -hmm. to be like, man, like that's so awesome for them. Not even being like, man, I wish that was me. Be like, man, I'm just so happy for them. And yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, sorry. I'm no, sorry. Really no, cool. do not apologize. That was said, that was re- that was a really good word, Ray. Thanks, man. Um, and so, do you want to move to verse seven and eight, and yeah. then I'll let you go on. I'm yeah. so sorry that I no go for ranted, it. I but, love it. Uh, verse <laughs> <love> seven it. <laughs> says it always protects, always mm-hmm. trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. So yeah. when it says always protects, you know. Jesus is protective of us. He, mm-hmm. he wouldn't have died on the cross if he wasn't. Um, right. And so protective us of us in, a, in the sense of he wanted what was best for us and didn't want, you know, our sin to like bind us to the enemy. And so in that he was so protective that he went to like extreme lengths to show us his love right. and sh- to show us his protectiveness. Um, when I think of that, I honestly think of like my mom and dad are very protective of me. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, there's always like the joke about protective parents, but they truly do protect you because they want the best for you. Right. And so I think we should be that way with like our brothers and sisters in Christ. We should be protective of them in the sense of, you know, um, keeping each other accountable, but also it. I think one thing that I've had to learn is if we hear another brother or sister in Christ gossiping or speaking poorly of an, of mm-hmm. our other brother or sister, we need to be protective enough to say, Hey, you know, like we don't know if this is for sure. And we need to give them the benefit of that, the doubt and be right. protective of them. Um, not only of them, but also of their character right. and, you know, I don't know, just yeah. stand up for them in that. No, that's so good. Um, it is a form of love to, you know, call out your brothers and sisters in Christ in, you know, that, in that way, in that manner and yeah. approach it like that, because otherwise we would all probably fall into sin if we didn't have yeah, the, pe- exactly. the people around us that we surround ourselves with that truly love us enough to, to care for our hearts in that way. Yeah, so for yeah, sure. Um, when it says always trust, you know, mm-hmm. trust takes time, but whenever you truly do have that foundation of love, right. it is easy to trust the person. Um, and then it always, it says always hopes. And so I love that because, you know, you always hope for the best. Um, <laughs> Maddie smiled so big when she said, always hopes. <laughs> I love that because, you know, Life can be really bad sometimes, but whenever you have people that you truly love, um, you know, I love having like my home team that hopes with me, not only just like hopes for the best, but like just stays hopeful in the fact of knowing like we're going places and the Lord's going to use us as vessels. Yeah. Just speaking Um, life and speaking speaking life. Yeah. Just positive words into existence. Yeah, exactly. And then the last one in verse seven says always perseveres. And this Mm -hmm. one. This one's just probably the most special to me, honestly, because I see this in my family, um, between me, mom and dad, you know, we've had to, I've said before, we've gone through some stuff with our family, but, um, they really shown me like how love truly does persevere through the hard times. Um, and I just love that because Jesus perseveres with us every day. Mm-hmm. And then in verse eight, it ends with love never fails. And, um, I'll tie that along to a verse later on in the episode, but yeah, you know, 
Jesus never fails. God never fails and God is love. And Amen. I'll talk about that verse later on, but yeah. I, I love that. Um, if it's true love, like it won't fail. Exactly. You know, no, that's so good. So sorry that that took me literally 20 minutes to get through, but no, I do okay. feel like it was necessary. No, it's so necessary. It's so important to truly break down the definition of not even just love, but every fruit of the spirit and yeah. getting that foundation of understanding of what it is, what, how to do it, what the means of it and all those things. And so like that, like you said, it was very necessary to break it down. <laughs> every time break I say break now. it down, break it down now, break, break it down. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, there were so many things. And so I feel bad for interrupting you. Like, oh yeah, this. No, this, I, I feel but, bad for talking so no, much. It, but, no, it's okay. It's so good. But there was one thing that you're talking about. I'm trying to remember which uh, part of the verse it was. When you're talking about the prodigal son. But, yeah. You know, uh, you, doesn't delight in evil, but rejoices in the truth. Yes. So whenever you said that, like the first thing that you thought of was a prodigal son. But for me, the first thing that I thought of was, um, I'm trying to remember the verse. Hold up one second. Why well, pull it up? Because, oh, oh, First John 4.18, which says, There is no fear in love, for perfect love casts out fear. For fear has to do with uh, punishment. Whoever fears has was not made in perfect love. Yeah. And, you know, whenever I think of evil and sin, all these things, I immediately think of fear because fear is a sentence of the devil and it is not does not come from the Lord in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. And so whenever like you said that part of the verse, I was yeah. like, man, like, love. Like, I mean, not love, fear. <laughs> yeah. And how, like, you know, whenever we fear how those moments of anxiety and stuff like that, again, I'm going to restate this. It is not from the Lord. It is from the devil 100%. And it's, you know, completely just evil. And so whenever we think of love and we think about how we were made in perfect love and how perfect love casts out that fear, Mm -hmm. like whenever we literally just speak the name of the Lord and we, you know, we are filled with the foundation and the mindset of having his word and having, you know, the, the means understanding of love, then that completely just casts out the fears and anxiety and anxious thoughts or confusion, yeah. or whatever that might look like and stuff. And just having that foundation of, man, like the Lord just loves me so much. Yeah. And he is casting out this fear to that might prevent me from doing things for the kingdom. That might prevent me from growing a connection with this person or might prevent me from whatever the Lord has in store for me. Fear is creeping in, but no, like the Lord says otherwise. And he's going to help me. He's going to see me through that. Yeah. And like, that was the first thing I thought of whenever you said that. I love and that verse too. It's one of my all time favorites. And I talked about it, um, a lot in my 31 days of fearless thing because it's like to me like that's the definition of you know obviously that's the definition of love what you just broke down but just talking about fear because fear is like my thing and I think that y'all probably have picked up on that by now but um just some like things that I had wrote down talking about that verse specifically was just you know again (laughs) okay just again how God is perfect love and the Bible is literally a love story that is written to us by God and so you know we talked about earlier how me and Maddie are mushy gushy people and we love all the cheesy romantic hopeless romantic stuff and we just like we just long for <laughs> just kidding not really but we we have talked about before how we we do kind of like long for that you know love story that's you know the Sadie Robertson and Christian Huff love story where it, everything is just seems so perfect and the guy writes you love letters and everything's just so you know dandy dandy there it is <laughs> um and we, we you know you you do desire that and we both desire that and so but once we like you realize that you know God is that perfect love and we don't have to long for that because we have it right in front of us yeah. and that is the bible and that's our perfect love love lord Wow, never mind. They love letter. Love letter <laughs> written straight to our heart from the creator of the universe. And so like understanding that, you know, we don't have to long for this 
relationship or friendship or anything like that. Not even just talking about, you know, a guy or a girl or whatever. Um, but just any type of love. Like, we have like that. We, we have we access have to that love sitting in our lap, you know, on the table side next to us. Or even accessing it on our phone. Like, we have our love letter with us wherever yeah, we go. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. I do love that. Well, thanks, man. <laughs> but, yeah. So, I just think that um, there's a lot that goes into love. Um, and in order to, you know, love like how God loves us, we have to understand the foundation of love, like what Maddie mm-hmm. broke down, also understanding the means of love and what that goes, what everything that goes into it and just loving like him fearlessly and, you know, having that, um, Ooh, agape type oh, of yeah, love. Oh yeah. Do you want to touch on that? Yeah. Just, a, um, so that I'm going to talk about my word of the year again, because I think I mentioned it. Last episode, I was like, oh, God, by my word of the year. I'll talk about that next episode. Well, here's the next episode. So <laughs> um, I chose Agave to be my word of the year, um, not last year, but the year before. And I had no idea what the word meant whenever I chose it to be my word. And I was like, I heard it. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to have that be it. And yeah. I really didn't know what I was getting myself in for, honestly. And I wish I had my notebook that really talked about it, a lot about it. But I've read it so many times that I could probably quote it perfectly. But um, in it, I wrote, I was like, Lord, like, I want to have a deeper under, uh, understanding of this word and truly understand your sacrificial, never-ending, overly pursuing love. And it's such an intentional type of love that it's so hard for us to grasp because it's almost like it it's it's, it's almost unfathomable it's yes unfathomable. unfathomable yeah yeah and it's like for our you know worldly hearts and our flesh to think about that kind of love it's like what like yeah. what like that's so crazy like our minds even, can't even scrape the surface yeah, because of, of how what it means because of the type of love that we show to others and so just picturing this, you know, agape type of love, it just blows our mind completely. And as I, in my notebook, I, you know, wrote about, you know, what I thought it meant, what I was hoping to understand, what I was expectant to learn. And then I even went to write down the fruits of the spirit because that uh, aligns with it so perfectly as well. And then, um, I, I, I left a little space for me to write at the end of the year about like what I learned about that word yeah. and going back um, through it because, you know, that whole year was just trial after trial and test after test, basically testing my love for others. And one thing that I learned a lot during um, the year 2019 was um, how love means to not judge others also. Yeah. And, you know, I was kind of expected to learn, you know, oh, I'm going to have a deeper love for the Lord and stuff, which I mean, I did and I do. And I'm, you know, I do understand how to love people like Jesus, but loving people like Jesus, one thing that's real, really important is just not judging them for their past, for what they even currently do or what they might do in the future and just being so accepting of them their sins because we have sinned and so we're no better than anybody yeah. who walks through the doors and just yeah, having yeah. that your brokenness is welcome here mindset to every single person that you see just being like I know what you have gone through or I don't know what you've gone through but either way no matter what it is or what you are going to do what you do right now what you're what have done before like I want to love you and be so just accepting of you and your and mm-hmm. who you are because you're a brother or sister of Christ and I want to show you that agape sacrificial never-ending over-pursuing love to you and be intentional in showing you that because everyone deserves a type of love yeah and exactly so, everybody deserves to be loved I right. think that that I think our world really forgets that sometimes and it really does break my heart, but right. truly everybody deserves yes, to be loved. Truly. Um, because God loves us all. Um, yeah. If mm-hmm. it, if it's okay, is it okay if I close with this verse? Yeah, of course. Unless you had more? 
Oh, no. No, you go ahead. Oh, okay. I didn't want to interrupt you. No, no. You're totally good. Um, So I've talked about this verse before. You talked about in First John earlier, didn't you? Yeah. Well, I'm going to tie this verse along with that verse because okay. I think it's so cool that you said that one. Um, so First John 4, 8 says, whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. Mm-hmm. And so I think yeah. that is just such a cool thing to think about, like, all of the descriptions that we read at the beginning of the episode, God embodies every single one of those attributes mm-hmm. and God is love. Right. And so whenever Rayleigh earlier in that other verse um, in First John said, perfect love casts, casts out, out all fear. fear, God casts out all fear yes. because God is perfect love. Yeah. God exemplifies love. God is love. Mm-hmm. Um and so, you know, tying it along back, you know, to that verse in First Corinthians, like God is patient, God is kind. Mm-hmm. It's okay if I repeat yeah, that verse of course, with please do. just replacing love with the word God. Like I just really, whoever's listening, just like allow this to like allow us to speak over, speak this over you and allow this to speak to your heart. But Mm -hmm. God is patient. God is kind. God does not envy and he does not boast. God is not proud. God does not dishonor others and he is not self-seeking or easily angered. God keeps no record of wrongs. Mm -hmm. God does not delight in evil, but God rejoices with the truth. God always protects. God always trusts. God always hopes and God always perseveres. God never fails. So good. And so I just like kind of closing that, you know, mm-hmm. we said like happy love day, but yeah. like in a way, you know, we will be celebrating maybe our significant others, be celebrating Valentine's Day or like for yeah. guys, whatever y'all do on Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Day? That know. was clever, right? I like <laughs> Thanks, that. <man. laughs> but really, um, just, you know, also celebrate the love that the Father gives us mm-hmm. and, you know, that yeah. God gives us because God is love. And so yeah. allow it today to be also a day that you celebrate the love that He has for yeah. us and the love that He shows us mm-hmm. um, and the love that He exemplifies so that we can, you know, um, give it to other people. Right. And we talked about the beginning of the episode about how, you know, um, Valentine's day is our favorite holiday yeah. and how we just love, love and all those things. One thing that I didn't want to touch base on is like kind of what Maddie just said, and it, it doesn't have to be this, uh, romantic. relationship. Yeah. Romantic type of love. Like one reason why I personally love Valentine's day is because I spend it with my family every single year, yeah, me too. even whenever, I've, you know, been in a relationship, I still send it with my family and we always be sure to go on this scavenger hunt with my family and my family, like my parents make sure to like take all of the siblings on a date and like, just like show us love through that because that love, our, your family type of love is one that will never fail you much like the Lord's. And yeah. so, um, it's just a really cool reminder. That's one, one reason why it's one of my favorite holidays ever, because sure, like, you know, Michigushi, hopeless romantic type of thing, but at the same time, like, no, like there's so much more to it. And I'm just very thankful to be filled with the reminders of, uh, full reminders of love that my family shows me, that my friends show me, that the Lord shows me every single day. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. yeah. But anyway, guys, happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. We are so glad that y'all listened. Mm -hmm. Um, Like we always say, if you need anything at all, just reach out to us. But we love you guys. We Um, love you guys so much. Yeah, we hope you have a good rest of your week. Yes, bye guys. Love (laughs) y'all.